0: Doo-doo.
1: We welcome you to our live stream service today. Unity Minneapolis live streams our Sunday service at 9.30 Central Time each week. And our archive services are available anytime on the Unity Minneapolis website. July is Prosperity Month at Unity Minneapolis. We invite you to participate In one, our Unexpected Income Program, begin and end your day with our prayer for protection, and we'll pray with you. You can sign up on our website, unityminneapolis.org. And then number two is the keys to the kingdom. Oh, this is amazing. A seven week prosperity course led by Reverend Pat and Reverend Tony on Tuesday evenings. This is the last week to join the class and we need you to pre-register for the materials. So are you ready to our, are are you new, excuse me? (laughs) Are you new to our community? We invite you to coffee, tea, and Reverend Pat this morning at 1045 Central Time. So zoom on in. Join Reverend Pat, our senior minister, for our casual get-to-know-you and chat and to learn more about unity. And it's back-to-school time. Whoa. And our annual backpack. Yes, I've got mine. And book drives begin tomorrow. We're collecting new backpacks for Prism and new books for Noble Elementary School in our neighborhoods. Help us stuff the bus by delivering your donations to the Unity Minneapolis bus in our parking lot, Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. To 5 p.m. Uh, monetary donations are also welcome, and it's easy to give on our website. Please join. Please use the backpack slash book drive fund when you when you donate. And then this Friday, Nia Claire offers a meditation and live channeled reading at 6:30 p.m. Next Sunday, after the 9.30 service, we're introducing The Board is In. Our Board of Trustees wants to hear from you, so zoom on in with your comments and your questions. So learn more about all of our events and activities on the church website, Facebook page, or Peek at the Week, our e-newsletter. You can also contact the church through email or voicemail. And now we turn to Reverend Pat for our opening prayer.
2: Join me in our opening prayer. I invite you just to go to that place within your heart and within your mind where you know and you feel God's presence. Go to that place within that only you can go to. Let us take a deep breath together. And as we exhale, we exhale fear and we inhale faith. Thank you, sweet spirit. We are so aware of your loving presence today. We pray with our spiritual family today. Holding their requested prayers in our heart and giving thanks in advance for answered prayer. We pray for health and wholeness for all of humanity. We pray for prosperity, abundant love, peace harmony and we see them today manifesting not only in our life but manifesting in the world so it's with an attitude of gratitude that we say thank you God thank you God thank you God and so it is amen That's a prosperity song in a heartbeat, is it not? It's beautiful. Thank you for that music today. It's certainly a pleasure to welcome you to our live stream service this morning. One of our core values here is that of welcoming. So dear friends, if you're with us today, fairly new, streaming with us, we especially welcome you. But we welcome all of you this morning that's taken the time to to join us as we celebrate and worship together. Glad that you're with us. One of the things that I enjoy saying here each and every Sunday morning is this, and that is, my dear friends, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, wherever that may be, you are welcome here. We welcome you, and we bless you, and we behold the living presence of the divine within you. Also, we invite you to um, visit our website at unityminneapolis.org and find out a lot more about us. grateful for this beautiful day. I felt so prosperous this morning as I was taking my walk before church. I'm bragging, I'm taking a walk before church these days. But the birds were singing, and nature was everywhere, and it just felt prosperous to walk and realize that in my life, there is definitely more than enough. Let's settle in for the reading of our daily word, Reverend Jeanette.
1: We now move deeper into spirit and with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to the prayer box or submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed over by our prayer ministry for seven days and then they are forwarded to silent unity where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. And the word for today is guidance. And we affirm, I am divinely guided. Guidance can be easy to find in the outer world. Maps and GPS technology can help me navigate myself just about anywhere. Everywhere I go. There are signs marking streets, adorning the storefronts, and providing just about every kind of information and opinion imaginable. Spiritual guidance often is not as evident, but it is much more valuable. This guidance can come to me as a persistent tug on my attention as a gut feeling or intuition, or even in a dream as I sleep. I pay attention to the guidance I receive and step out in faith to move my steps in the direction. And I know that the spirit of wisdom and love within me are always guiding Guiding me to blessings of greater peace, love, and prosperity. And in Psalms chapter 25, verse 4 Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. And the word for today is guidance. I am divinely guided. Thank you. As we move into meditation, let us find that place of comfort that gives us relaxation of our minds and our body temple. Here, we can rest in the support and ease that reminds us that the brief recess is always waiting and available to us. We need only to open to this creative abundance of space and time and experience expansion. As we remain grounded and present, we can begin to envision a beautiful scene that may have, we may have visited or even experienced previously. Here in our minds, in our mind's eye, we can create a place where we are appreciated, surrounded by those people or things we want. Ask God your higher self, and your angels to assist you in creating that that which will best fulfill your life's mission, your heart's desire. As we take a moment to go within, you may not get a picture, but With daily practice, we can grow in the acceptance that we are communing with our highest good. Let us breathe into that knowing, fully confident that we are heard and acknowledged. And so we rest for a bit. As we return to this space in time, and set our intentions, focusing energy into our vision, we begin to nourish this little light within, that still, small voice. We begin to build the structure supporting the growth of this seed. We let our whole being know we have stepped on a path of self discovery and co creation. We ask and we receive. Even as we return to our daily tasks, we can bring our thoughts back to this place of creation of a life that fulfills and supports us as often as we wish. And so it is, and with gratitude we let it be. Amen.
0: Thank you. Lemon drops.
2: I wanted to dance. I wanted to cry. I wanted to laugh. I think that song this morning touched every emotion in my heart. But it really, I wanted to get up and dance. I almost asked you, Debbie, and I thought, I don't know how that would go over this morning, but we had plenty of space to do it up here, did we not? You know, as you were singing that song, Patty Peterson, and it's so good to have you here, your family. So, um, As you were singing that song, the image came to me of being being at my grandmother's house, which was on a farm in in Alabama. And I remember the rainbows. And I also was told there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And I remember my twin brother and I going out in the field looking for the end of the rainbow. Because we just knew that that pot of gold was right there for us. And so that brought back some very fond memories. But one of the things that I'm really grateful for in the teachings of unity is that our good, our good is right here and right now. Our good is here now. And we don't have to wait to the other side of the rainbow. I'm loving that. And that was such a powerful thing for me to learn first coming into unity that my good was here. I didn't have to wait till the sweet by and by. To the sweet by and by to get those streets paved with gold up there. But the good that I wanted in my life was right here and right now. And so one of the things that first attracted me to unity was, of course, acceptance. Oh my goodness, I've been to places where they never asked me to come back, much less at unity telling me that unity leaves no one out. So that was such an important thing for me. But I remember those first few times how opulent everyone seemed, how friendly everyone seemed, and how how just loving everyone seemed. And of course, the men and the women were like that. And so when I first went to unity, and all these men were so loving and kind, I thought every man in the house was gay, and they weren't. They were straight, you know, but they they were so loving and so kind. And one of the things was the prosperity teachings. I think prosperity teachings often is what attracts people into unity. And unity teaches prosperity. We teach it prosperity, and of course, there's many definitions of prosperity. But so many times when people first come into unity, what they are really looking for is a more prosperous life. They want material things, and that's okay. That's okay to want these material things and to be able to co-create with spirit these things that we need in our life. And so many people that come into unity come because they're experiencing lack in their life or they want to manifest money for rent Uh, And so they hear about our prosperity teachings, and they come, and hopefully we give them some tools that are able to help co-create with Spirit those things that they want and need in their life. Now prosperity, for many of us, changes. I know it has for me. It changes as we grow and we mature. We see prosperity in total different ways. Things are still an important part of it. Thank you, God. Money is an important part of it. Thank you, God. But these are other things that mean prosperity. At one point, I thought prosperity was just material things. But of course, in unity, we teach that prosperity is so much more. Prosperity is health. Prosperity is good relationships. Prosperity is peace of mind and heart. These are things, and as I often say, on, you know, you can have all the money in the world, and if you don't have your health, then you don't feel so prosperous. So prosperity are all of these things that we are able to co-create with Spirit. So each and every July, we set aside in our community to emphasize those prosperity teachings. And so one of the, thing, one of the things that we're doing this month is we're teaching a class called Keys to the Kingdom. That's an in-depth class where there is participation, where there is um, homework and all of that. And then also on Sunday morning, we're touching on some of these principles that we're teaching in the class. Jesus, our teacher and our way sure, was very clear. He said, I came that you may have life, life and you may have it more abundantly. A fuller life, a happy life, a prosperous life, a peaceful life. These things he came, and he says, I am going to show you the way to do this. And I believe that that has definitely been part of Jesus' teachings as well. But prosperity has many meanings. It's probably as many meanings as there are people watching us right now. So you come to terms with what prosperity means to you. David Owen Ritz says this in the Keys to the Kingdom. He says, true abundance, true abundance is the power to satisfy our needs and to make our dreams come true. I love it satisfy our needs but we are spiritual we are human beings having a spiritual experience and we want our needs satisfied but what would we do without our dreams what would we do without our vision what would we do without these dreams that God has placed in our heart the vision that God has placed in our heart and I believe that each and every one of us must allow these visions to come forth and to give manifestation to them that only you can do in your own unique way. Your dream, your vision is different than mine, thank goodness. But we all have the same principles that we use to help these dreams to come true or to co-create these dreams in our life. Yes, I came that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. He tells us that in John, I believe, John 10, 10. So the keys to the kingdom, you remember Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount, he says very clearly, he says, he goes through the Beatitudes, he talks about all of these things, and then he says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all of these things will be added unto you. So our first, my first priority is to seek God that kingdom of God, to seek the awareness of God, the spirit of God, to spend time with God, to know God. And I know that as I do this, then I have the possibility and the potential to manifest these things in our life. You know, this past um, Monday through Thursday at nine o'clock, we do something called, uh, I think we call it chat with Reverend Pat. And I'm on the Zoom line every morning at 9 to 9.30. And it's a great opportunity to connect with many of you that come in. And recently we have been starting reading the Daily Word, or at least part of it. And last week, one of the Daily Words was potential, unlimited potential. And because we I ask everyone on the line, do you feel that you have unlimited potential and unlimited possibilities to manifest in your life? And they all did. But they all realized at times, perhaps we don't feel that way, even though we have the potential within us. So I believe that we have to keep reminding ourselves that we have that potential to co-create with God. It's so easy, especially in times like this, especially in times like this, to forget it. It's easy to forget it. One of my readings this morning was, keep coming back. Keep coming back. And as I thought about that, I thought, keep coming back. Yes, keep coming back to principle when I forget. Keep coming back to friends that remind me of these principles when I forget. It is important to keep coming back to these principles that we teach, especially around prosperity in our life. So that first key to the kingdom that Reverend Jim spoke to last week was the key of commitment commitment. And one of my favorite quotes about commitment is from, a, um, is from a guy by the name of, excuse me here, William H. Murray. Let me share what he says about commitment, just for a minute or two. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back, always ineffectiveness. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation— There's one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. Wow, could I relate to that? How many ideas and plans have I had that I wanted to create in my life? And somehow or another, I know I have the potential to do it. Just like you know you have the potential to do it, regardless of what it is. Because we have this unlimited potential within us. But how many times have we had these ideas and these plans, and we have not co-created with the Spirit these things in our life? He goes on to say, which there, there is one elementary truth of ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. We, my dear friend, have to make a clear commitment to a prosperity consciousness in our life. And once we make that commitment and we step into that commitment, then it seems that everything in the whole wide world seems to rush to help us fulfill that commitment. Now, I don't know. I believe that personally what's happened is we become more aware of these principles that we begin to live in our life. And we are committed to these principles in our life. I know just last week was the first class of Keys to the Kingdom. And there was someone in that class that was looking to manifest or looking for the right and perfect job. And I said to them, just be aware, you started Keys to the Kingdom. This week, the right and perfect job was there for her. Now, is there magic to it? Perhaps so, perhaps not. But we are becoming aware of it as we step into it. But we are committed. We're committed to living these principles William Murray goes on to say, "All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred." A whole stream of events issued from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseeable incidents, meeting, material existence, etc., etc — things happen. So the first thing, and that first key to the kingdom is that we have to be committed. The second thing is that we want a clear vision for our life. A clear vision for our life. Eric Butterworth, one of my favorite teachers, used to say, huh, some of you wouldn't know if your prayer was answered or not, because you don't know what you want. You don't know what you want. And once we become clear about that vision, then it begins to manifest in our life. Don't misunderstand me. There's work to do around that vision. But that vision has to come from within. That vision is made up of images and ideas and thoughts. And it's a clear picture of what you want in your life. To quote a teacher of mine says, You have to first see it on the inside before you'll receive it on the outside you have to see it on the inside before you will receive it on the outside so it's important that we have this clear image in our about what we want to create in our life this invisible substance that we get to mold and create in our life happiness and joy and peace and abundance what does it look like Emmett Fox in his wonderful little writing called Emmett Fox is a a new thought teacher and Emmett Fox says (laughs) that we must create what he refers to as a mental equivalent in our mind we must see it we must feel it in our mind we must live it in our mind we must see it on the inside before before we receive it On the outside. It's important. It ties into basically our third principle. That we teach here at Unity. And that is through the power of imagination. But it means thoughts held in mind. Produce after their kind. So whatever life we're living today. Either consciously or subconsciously. We have had a vision about it. We've had a dream about it. We have helped to co-create this in our own life. So vision, my friends, is important, and it's not a right and wrong vision. It's your vision. It's not someone else's vision. It's your vision that God has placed in your heart, and as Emily Cady in her Lessons in Truth would say, desire. is God knocking at your heart's door saying, yes, this is indeed possible. So once we receive this vision, And we are clear about whatever vision it is. And what I love about the work of David Owen Ritz, he doesn't just look at one part of visioning. He doesn't look at just your life as a visioning. He looks at different aspects of your life and helps us to look at it. You know, he looks at finances and abundance, and he looks at health, and he he looks at relationships, and he looks at career and creative expression. He looks at these things and helps us to get a clear vision on what we would like to create in our own life. So vision's important. And then another one of my teachers, Mary Morrissey, she has said that in her her book, Field of Dreams, she says it is so important for us to test our vision. And she says the first thing we ask about the vision that God has placed in our heart as a test, does, does it enliven you? When you think of that vision, do you get excited? Or is it, oh my gosh, something else to do? Or when you think of that vision and the possibility, does it enliven you and give you more life? More life. And the second thing he says, she says is, we must align, does this vision align with our true values in our life? Do these, this vision align with, uh, with integrity in loving others? You know the values that are important for you, and this vision will align with those values. And then the third was, my goodness, do you need help from a higher power to co-create this vision? And I love it when she says, if you think, that you can do this by yourself. Your vision is not big enough. But if you think you're going to have to have help from a higher power, help from, from God within, and yes, then that is another test for your vision. And then also, will this vision require you to grow into your true self? Well you, because I can assure you that when we begin the process of the manifestation of this vision, that as that, ma- that vision is completed, you will be a total different person. You will have grown. You will have grown as you have manifested with spirit this vision in your life. You've grown to the place where you are able to set another vision for your life that perhaps even supports the previous vision. And then, of course, she says, will your vision bless others? Will it bless you? Will it bless your family? Will it bless your friends? The important thing also about vision is that you keep it in front of you, that you keep this vision in front of you. And many people have different techniques for that. Mike Dooley, who I really appreciate, Mike Dooley, another New Thought teacher, and the one that I adhere to, says that you vision no more than five minutes a day. There's a process called visioning, and you vision no more than five minutes a day. And this helps keep that vision in front of you. There are other tools to use to help keep the vision in front of you, and many of you have done them, and many of you completed the course, and you're doing them already. But one of those things that I like to use is something that we call a treasure map. A treasure map is a, a, a cardboard piece. You put pictures of the things. What represents peace for you? What represents harmonious relationships? These, what, what represents that vision that you want for your life? And then you keep that close by, perhaps in your bedroom, perhaps at the back of your closet door, perhaps on the mirror. But you do something to keep that vision in place. Oh my goodness. There was a student in the class years ago who wanted to manifest a husband. A husband. And she prayed, and I prayed, and she did her work. She was very clear, very clear about what she wanted. And after taking that class in less than a year, she had manifested that husband. And I can truthfully say today, they're not manifesting a divorce either. They're still very happy together. And there's ways to do that. One of the techniques is to take an empty picture frame, put it on the side of your desk, put it on the side of your bed. And imagine before you go to bed, that person, your wedding day, in that picture frame. Look at it and see it. I use the image board quite often. Another thing that I have used that has helped tremendously is this heart. Because whatever I do in my manifestation, I want to do it with love. I received this heart at Edwin Gaines Retreat. And at the time I received it, she had asked, what what do we want to pray for? And this was about prayer. And prayer is part of visioning. That's another conversation. Prayer is part of visioning. And so she asked, What do you want to pray for? And I said, I want to pray for our Board of Trustees. I want to pray with them. And we'd prayed together. And then she challenged me to take this heart and put it where I would see it. And it's on my desk. And each and every time I look at this heart, I think of our Board of Trustees and I hold them in our prayers. That vision, my friend, wants there's some symbol. Is it a new home? Perhaps it's a brick that you put on your desk. Is it a? Is it a? Is it a baby? Oh my goodness! In one of my classes, this couple had been trying to conceive for years, <laughs> and before it was over, with, they had conceived two babies, twins, faith and hope. How sweet! How sweet! And yet, my dear friends, it's not. It's you doing the work. It's you doing the work that only you can do in your life. So prosperity has many, many different meanings. Abundance has different meanings. But it's important, first of all, for us to make that commitment. There's no turning back. We are going, and if we slip away, we, we keep coming back. But it's at, we make that commitment first. First. And then the second thing we do is we begin to allow spirit within us to create this vision as it manifests through us. My dear friends, next week, we're going to talk about some truths. We're going to talk about some beliefs. Sometimes our beliefs get in the way. You know, for example, Jesus, I believe, used the example of old wineskins in teaching about our old beliefs. You know, Jesus is very clear. He says, do not, do not put new wine into old wineskins. Why? Because the fermentation of the new wines will cause that old wineskin to burst, to burst. And I think what happens sometimes in our life is that we want to put a new vision, new ideas into old wineskins, those old beliefs in our life. So join us again next week. And consider joining our prosperity class, Keys to the Kingdom. I love you. I bless you. It's been great being with you this morning. And I behold the living presence of the divine within you. And so it is. Amen.
0: can see
2: perfect song thank you thank you thank you you know and I was looking at some of the words oh my goodness dream of justice and peace and healing and love oh my goodness the end of hatred and as you were doing that I was thinking of our church vision which is centered in spirit we create a world transformed by love peace and compassion And more than ever, we need to see that in our mind's eye. Yes, there's action to take. Yes, there's inspired action to take. But first, we must be able to see it. What does it look like? How do we want to achieve that? Anyway, we've already had the lesson. I won't go any further with that this morning. I'm going to invite you to make a gift to Unity Minneapolis. So let's just go within. And take a moment. Take that deep breath. Surrender again to that infinite spirit within. We invite you to make that gift. You can do so through our website, or you can text us at uh, give to Unity 77977 Divine love flowing through me, blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Divine love flowing through me, blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am.
0: forgotten life on distant planets have your faith in the ever after while each of us holds inside the map to the labyrinth well the heavens here on earth well look around believe in what you see I know that the kingdom is at hand, the promised land is at your feet. We can and will become what we aspire to be. Well, heaven's order If we just have faith in humankind and respect for what is earthly. Heaven's
2: so let us take just a moment as we bless these gifts. We bless the gifts received electronically. We bless the gifts received in the mail. And we send them forth to fulfill our vision and mission of a transformed world. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. Our prayer chaplains are holding sacred space in their homes this morning. If you have a prayer request, by all means, go into our website, fill out that prayer request, and we will begin prayer with you immediately. We invite you to participate in that. Also, this month, I'd like to invite you to participate in our Unexpected Income Program. This is a program that we offer each and every July. It's a marvelous program. And we invite you to explore and discern whether you would like to participate in it or not. The other thing I want to remind you of is today, we're going to do coffee, tea, and Reverend Pat. Of course, you can bring your own coffee and your own tea. But we are coming in on Zoom. And if you're fairly new to our community and would like to explore a little bit more about our community, what we're about, it would be an honor to sit with you and to share with you our community. Any questions you may have, I'd be honored to answer them the best that I could. Also, as Reverend Jeanette referred in her announcements, that this coming Tuesday evening is the last evening to join Keys to the Kingdom. So we invite you to prayerfully consider that as well. And Susan Rowland today has a testimony on why she has taken Keys to the Kingdom, and she's back in the class this time as well. So let's, uh, let's hear from Susan this morning.
3: Hi there. My name is Susan, and it is my great pleasure to give a huge recommendation for the Keys to the Kingdom course. I took it last summer with Reverend Pat, and it is about prosperity consciousness, but I found it to be so much more. I enjoyed it specifically because it's action-based. Each week you're given things to do in your personal life to help you open up space in every area of your life to let more in. And I found out so much about myself and opened myself up in ways that I could have never imagined. And fast forward a year, I have purchased my first home. I became a member at Unity. I continuously do uh, volunteer work, even though the class has ended. And it's become a really great part of my life. So if you are on the fence considering it, you should absolutely take the course. Give yourself this gift. And as you all know, Reverend Pat is hysterical. So it's a lot of fun. I hope to see you in class.
2: Reverend Pat is hysterical, for sure, I can assure you. But it's just great to have you. So consider joining this morning. Uh, I want to also appreciate our children. Even though they're not with us, we appreciate them. And we appreciate their parents. And we hold them in prayer as well. And we're going to close with our prayer for protection and our peace song. So let us do that together. So together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence wherever we are. God is. I am divine, and all is swell. And our peace song. <laughs>
0: Love and be loved in return.